so it's a battle for her to even buy it because she does really? grocery shopping. Oh. And so, and then she only ever buys me light eggnog. So I don't even get to oh. have real eggnog. Light Dude, eggnog. What is... That's like people who drink skim milk. Like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Come on. Oh, wait, are you a skim milk drinker too, T? I just go to the store and get whichever milk has the longest expiry date. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> I don't want to be a, a skim or one percent. I don't want to be discriminatory towards my milk. So oh, you gotta get that classic eggnog. It's all white. It's all white. Yeah, I mean, an objective gonna, measure of if quality. If you're gonna drink eggnog, you better drink it with as much like sugar and bad garbage inside. That's of what I'm saying. Milk. I'm drinking eggnog. What am I gonna drink light for? It's just you're just joking. It's the diet coke with the Oh. Supersized meal, right? It's just a waste of time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, I suppose we should kind of uh, introduce. I our thought guests. we started right. Well, we did. This is this is the show. Right. Um, I had something important to say though. Well, not by, by important. I mean, like dang his, it. What his was name? It now? No, I was going to introduce it with something else, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was now. Jingle? Are you going to sing a jingle? Mm. Nah, it's Eric something I just Matt. saw. Eric and Matt show. <laughs> oh, Tarek, this is what I was thinking about. You should start opening every episode by screaming out, Tarek Williams! It's got <laughs> the exact same... Uh, Number of syllables, syllables as DJ Khaled. As D- DJ Khaled, so <laughs> it could work. That's, that's what you... <laughs> I can't believe thing. we waited that long for that. Come on! Uh, I it just I was watching his uh, I was watching his Instagram story earlier today, and I was like, man, Tarek's name has the exact same amount of syllables. Why don't we just get Tarek to do this at the beginning of every? We should have like a wait little a, sound wait bite a minute. Edit. Wait a minute! You were watching DJ Khaled's Instagram Bro. story. Okay, he's so just been a you... DJ Khaled evangelist for the last two weeks you can't oh, man. you on. can't hate dj Khaled until you check out his sweet friggin life okay <laughs> his life is so awesome and Stop i just telling you andreas i want I, to I be dj Khaled. i i am not a fan of uh instagram stories that's oh my sure. goodness it's... bro he's or like just okay. garbage the one that the one that definitely got me the most was and i we talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago was DJ Khaled sitting in his backyard in, I think, Miami. And mm-hmm. he's just, like, sitting there, and he points his camera down at his breakfast, and he's like, got some papaya, some yogurt, <laughs> and some some granola. He's like... Does it like it's just, the most gangster thing in the world? Just, just trying to catch some vibes. <laughs> you know your boy. You know your boy's got some granola in here. Yeah, it's yeah like man. His life hard is granola. just so outrageous. <laughs> Just, oh, oh, this is this is Greek yogurt. You know it. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. he's just always talking about blessing up, and you what know, does that mean? I don't know. He just is always like bless up. Like you know? are you us bless regular up? people blessing down? I that, I don't know. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. He just is like bless, bless, up, bless up. You know. You should and... slide into his DMs, man. Let him let him know we're not sure what he's talking about. Oh man, <laughs> if we could get DJ Collin on the podcast, I would just. <laughs> That would be the greatest. Uh, that would be that would make my day. I would retire the next day. Your day? That would make your whole life, man. You'd be like, oh, I'm good. Oh, goodness. Also, oh, this is the other thing I was going to mention before we get to our guest, because we still haven't introduced him, uh, <laughs> is 
I just wanted to say a quick shout out to the state of California uh, because we are getting some awesome downloads from them. And I don't know who you are, but please give us a shout out in some way. Let us know who you are. I mean, I I just want to know it's who, Elon Musk for sure. I want to know who oh, these God. faithful supporters <laughs> from California have been since the beginning. And uh, yeah, just send us send us a message somehow because uh, I I just want to know. But without further ado. Uh, I want to introduce my man, Andreas Manegrin. He is a friend of, I mean, I guess technically ours, but more mine than yours. Um, we all went to college together, though. Now, boys, don't fight. There's plenty <laughs> enough, Andreas, to go. <laughs> Andreas and I were in, we, were, we lived basically next door to one another. Um, and we were also co-workers for a short period of time. You know, I also went to a college Christmas party with his older sister. See, once. that's what I was going to say, is that you were more friends with his sister, because she was there I when suppose. you... Yeah, anyways. Fact is, Andreas... Uh... Apparently, you two guys are younger than I am, is, is really what you're trying to say. Tarek awesome. is super old, he's balding, <laughs> he's got crow's okay. feet next to his eyes. All right. Those are a sign of a life well lived. That's not true. Those are a sign of squinting. A man who smiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andreas, it's good to have you, man. It's good to oh, have thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming it's a on. Pleasure to, the show. to be here at home. Okay, you yeah. can finally tell Tarek where you're at these days. Yeah, so uh, I'm in Vancouver, oh, cool. uh, British Columbia. Yeah, just chilling on the west coast, nice. west coast. What part Perfect of Vancouver? North. Yeah, like Vancouver proper. Uh, yeah, proper properly Vancouver. Uh, like downtown, uh, eh? Well, not downtown. Uh, not a lot of people can can do that. But uh, <laughs> East Van, Ooh. not like not lower, not Lower East Side. <laughs> just like Upper East Side. People are gonna think <laughs> we're talking New York. Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's a pretty nice area actually. But uh. Yeah. Vancouver. It's great. Nice. Well, there you go. West coast of Canada. Love it. Mm-hmm. Dude. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Get that out of the way. Yeah. No, I'm actually very excited you're here. Uh, oh man. We, Andreas is a, what do you, what do you consider yourself? A, a filmmaker, a director? Uh, like, like how do you categorize uh, your job? Probably at this point, a video producer. Uh, okay. I would say it. Um, I I do. I'm kind of a. I, I do a lot of the a lot of the video things. Uh, I I shoot and edit and uh, from time to time uh, direct them as well. But uh, I'm I'm all up in that video world. So that's uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your that's your like not a side job. That is your main job. You are a video yeah, producer. Yeah. yeah that's okay. It. So, so then, in terms of the production, the place where you get come in, like there's a director who does the, and you, and you're in the background doing the the editing and stuff, or are you more like putting together the entire thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every the word producer can seem, I don't know. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's it sounds kind of it's is it, you can put on airs for sure saying that, but uh, basically, it's easier for me to say that because I do everything. Like it's, okay, it's, uh, we. Um, it's just a small team, basically, in a company that uh, I contract for. I'm, I'm a freelance 
video producer. So um, I uh, shoot and edit for a company that, um, you know, other people are kind of getting clients or whatever. And then I, I help out with the shooting or, or, cool. um, or edit the videos. So um, I also obviously do my own projects as well. Um, and in that case, I'm, I'm kind of doing everything. So, yeah. Yeah, and for our listeners who are more international, Vancouver is kind of like the, not kind of like it is like it is the Hollywood of Canada in a way, like yeah. a number of, um, not just Canadian television, but Hollywood movies and television shows are filmed in and around Vancouver, right? Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I just saw Anna Kendrick the other week uh, on my street. Uh, oh, cool! Of course he did. Uh, did you did yeah. you sing a song at her a cappella style so she didn't uh, sing back? Sadly, uh, <laughs> sadly she was running into a building that uh, she was filming in. Oh, but I would have. Silly. I would have if I had. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh man, um, yeah. dude, hang on. Are you working on these high-profile film projects at all? So no, I I'm not. I'm I'm very much surrounded by all those things, but uh, sadly, I'm I'm not in the proper film film world uh, because I realized that. Uh, the the work life balance is not optimal. Uh, since I have a young son and a wife that I'd like to come home to, you know, from time to time. So makes sense. Um, that's uh, this is kind of my the way I've settled, and and I realized as well if I want to make my own films, then I like the easiest to do it. The easiest way to do it is to shoot a video on the side as as the main thing, and then do my own creative things. Uh, Interesting. Okay, so. So what kind of level films are we talking then? Are we talking like short? I don't know what they call like shorts, or are we talking like commercials? Are we talking what? Describe so to us kind of what the what the film you you shoot is. So we, yeah, we've done uh, commercials for a uh, re- more recently we did uh, some commercials for a, gr- a company called Grimm's uh, Fine Foods, and they mm. mostly do uh, like. Sausages, Grimms. And stuff like that. Dude, love a good Grimm's pepperoni stick. Exactly. Yeah, go. yeah. So we did some commercials for them, and uh, we did uh, a lot of the stuff that we end up doing is kind of corporate stuff or promos for companies. So um, yeah, it's on the it's on the lower lower ladder of, uh, I mean, high high tier like business video type mm-hmm. stuff. Like a, um, like safety videos or training videos or. Uh, yeah, that's partly it. A lot of it's just promos for them, or, or um, okay. uh, like not not just uh, uh, videos for for the companies like on the inside, but also you know outward facing to um, like w- uh, like for instance a web presence kind of thing. So if, if a company needs a video for uh, for that kind of thing, that's that's us. That's what we do. Oh, cool. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and and <laughs> and then what sort of videos do you do on the side? What do you, what is your like favorite type of video to do that that gives you? Yeah. So well, for um, when I first moved to Vancouver, my friend and I made uh, uh, a series, a web series called New Van Fan, which was uh, a uh, a an NHL uh, video series where I am a new Canucks fan. And uh, my friend is teaching me to be become a, a true, you know, Canucks fan. So I was the new fan. Mm. Dude, so yes, I have watched these videos. They're awesome. Yeah. Oh, there you go. 
So we, I, we spent a lot of time on those. Uh, they kind of like fizzled out after a while because I, I got busy with having having a child and uh, and it just we we found that that the the following wasn't as big as we kind of had hoped. So we were like, okay, if nobody's like, if not enough people are watching this, then maybe we'll move on to something else. But uh, uh, yeah, that like mostly like sketches or like short short uh, films type thing is, is what I really love doing is like having a cool story or like make something funny or um, for the last three years uh, my wife and I have made uh, Christmas videos for our family. Oh cool. Christmas cards so uh, So it every gives year, the annual update as well. Exactly. Well not well, it doesn't really give an update at all because it, <laughs> it, it'd be kind of <laughs> annoying with all just kind of boring with all the information of what's going on with us like oh yeah I, i'm still working and we're still you know <laughs> living here um so we, we uh, basically it's a different conceit every year so the first year was like kind of the night before christmas uh oh, cool. poem type thing and then the second year was uh how my son stole christmas so he's the grinch kind of thing then last year i wrote uh, an original song about how in Sweden Christmas is called Jul instead of Christmas, and then I like sing about uh, all the different uh, differences between North American and Swedish Christmas. And then yes, this year it's uh, it's become a, a kind of burdensome. The, the, yeah. the amount of work that's going into these is uh, is escalating quite quickly. So <laughs> next year we're hoping to have you know like either. Uh, uh, Michael Bublé, or you know oh, Ryan nice. Reynolds, or <laughs> maybe uh, Mariah Carey. Well, I mean Ryan Reynolds and, and uh, keep it keep it Canadian, and, right there. Come on, yeah, uh, that's well, my bad. Local, local, right? So uh, that's that's the whole idea. Ryan Reynolds is here for Deadpool, or was here for Deadpool. So you know, maybe maybe for Deadpool three, we'll talk to him. Yeah, there you go. Man, I wonder if it's actually cheaper to like film in Canada compared to like Los Angeles. Well, well, I think right now it might be because yeah. you know, Andres, you answer it. You go. Ahead. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing of of uh, Vancouver being a draw for for uh, like, okay, we can fake this to make. Uh, you may have seen the video. It's a pretty good video essay called "Vancouver Never Plays Itself," mm -hmm. and uh, it's about how Vancouver is always like either New York or like lots of different cities that really is a stretch sometimes. But um, yeah, there was a huge like tax. Um, uh, thing where uh, uh, several years ago it was it was much easier to film here and then it got harder for a couple of years and then now it's starting to just trying to rev it up uh, a little bit more because uh, yeah it was it was difficult on on the economy actually to to uh, make it make it hard for Hollywood producers to make films up here because it's really yeah, it's, it's a big part it, eh? it is it is a like a big part of where we get uh, you know, like lo we get lots of business up here. So it, if you take that away, it's kind of uh, people wonder <laughs> where the where the money isn't coming from. Right. So, right. Yeah. Interesting. And I was going to say with the dollar being what it is too. Right. Right. Yeah. Last couple of years, money's coming in in the U.S. and just going a lot further in Canada than it was yeah. maybe before 2015. So. Yeah. That's, That's a good point. I guess I never really thought about that part. Out of all things, I know that like taxes I think, play a big part of it, um, <laughs> because I think I've mentioned this before on another podcast. But I know that 
uh, just watching different interviews with directors and, and actors and stuff. They've talked a lot about filming over in South Africa recently because their government kind of gives them such huge tax breaks because uh, it's such a boost to their economy and stuff. Cool. Hey, does that mean roads are always shut down in Vancouver all the time for, you know, action sequences or filming things? Yeah, or? yeah, from time to time. I mean, uh, like the one of the bigger bridges or one of the more, you know, congested bridges here in Vancouver was shut down for Deadpool um, for several days. Uh, so that Several like, days? Well, like, I think it was two days. I mean, they, they try to get it done as quick as possible. Right? It wasn't so, the like, Portman Bridge, was it? No, it was Can't not the Portman Bridge. Oh, man. I could have said that, that was kill Vancouver. No, it, I mean, it was, it was uh, George, the Georgia Viaduct, which is, like, it's, it's not, a, like, a, a huge bridge, but it gets a lot of traffic, right? So, right. Yeah. Um, and then there's, like, there's days of setup, right, for, for a, sh- a shoot where they have to block it off and make sure everything's, like, running smoothly or whatever. So, yeah, um, they, I think a lot of the time they, they shoot in places that aren't uh, super uh, busy, but they also shoot, I mean, yeah, like, like the area that we're in isn't super busy for, like, traffic-wise, but uh, my office, yeah, we get, like, lots of... Um, film shoots all the time, mostly for TV shows and stuff like Arrow and um, Men in High Castle and... and Riverdale? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen them shoot that around, but uh, I know they do. So Nice. Um, you know, I'll be honest, maybe this is wrong, but if even just once there was a bridge closed that I used and it was because of a movie, I would want them out of my city immediately. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would hate me? so much. Oh I would be so mad. That bothers you two that much. I'd be like, two days? Ah, I would be like, this is not worth it. This is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's, there's other, ways, other ways to drive. For it. I also, know. I, I think hate sitting in traffic. Be taking the bus or the SkyTrain. So. I think it's pretty safe to say that no movie is coming to shut down traffic in Medicine Hat, Terry. Medicine Hat. But so, because right, right I voiced my opinion so loudly, so yeah. you're welcome, all the hatters who are listening. <laughs> and you can also thank uh, Tarek for the lack of economic benefit from a Hollywood film coming to your city. Uh, you know, I think if you did the math, it would probably still work out. You're right. Anyways, Andreas, <laughs> tell us, what's the, what's the theme for this year's video? Uh, so... Christmas. That's the thing is we, we kind of, well, they didn't run out of themes because we only made like, we've only made three, but there was a trilogy. So we felt like, oh, well, this is a done, you know, like chapter oh. kind of. So this year we actually ended up, it's kind of a clip show where we have lots of different uh, kind uh, like concepts. Um, and we actually started filming in July. Uh, wow. So we had the concept done by July and then we... Uh, started filming then and and we didn't finish like the last part of filming we finished last week and then i'm editing like crazy to get it done here in december so yeah then you have like a a fancy like on the shoulder video camera can you do that with um you know something a little bit smaller Um, and what what we shoot with mostly is dslrs these days okay Um, yeah just because it's uh cheaper and you actually get a really good look from the lenses you're able to use right um, a lot of people it's funny because even in my professional work people are like you're filming on those things hey eh? like those little cameras like they don't believe that it's it's like actually going to be good looking because they're so small 
So we have to make it look like our cameras are really big so that people don't... Uh, they take you seriously, hey? Less of us. <laughs> Interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, all the other technologies have, have, you know, gone past that kind of mental... It's like, oh, phones are getting smaller. Can you still make phone calls on those? Like, yeah. yeah. They're still they're still operable. They're much better, actually. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we, we film on DSLRs because just the price point's right and... We don't really need anything crazier than that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I thought that was what your answer was going to be, because I've seen videos, pretty professional videos done with that, and I thought, man, that looks, that looks like anything else I've seen on TV, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever, ever since, like, I believe it was 2008 when the 5D Mark II came out, um, uh, just, there was a revolution of, of uh, DSLR filmmaking. And Who makes kind the of, 5D Mark II? Uh, the 5D Mark II is made by Canon, uh, so... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, most people that I know use. I mean, they're kind of moving on. I th- other companies like Panasonic and Sony are catching up in that. Well, actually, in some ways, surpassed Canon because Canon makes these weird decisions where they're they're kind of they restrain themselves in te- technology-wise and and uh, helping out the video producers because it's like they just limit it to okay, well. Uh, we're not going to put all these features in here because then, you know, like they won't b- buy our other more expensive cameras. But interesting, yeah. kind of like yeah. an Apple-esque type movie. Kind of, yeah. I yeah. Think they're, they're just such a giant; they can they can kind of do it. So yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I actually recently got to play around with a uh, a Red um, Epic Dragon, which is an 8K camera. Whoa. 8k which is like pretty crazy and and i felt yeah. like we we weren't filming anything that was like you know because like that's stuff that michael bay uses right like that's like what uh the new the you only know. way to properly capture a transformer really is to yeah. 8K like in the wild you gotta you gotta <laughs> grab that camera. um but, uh yeah no it's just like it's weird you know having that kind of gear but then it's like it really all depends on you know the production like I, I didn't feel like i was i was really doing it justice what, what because, type of video were you, were you shooting with the ak uh we, we were just actually borrowed uh, we borrowed it from uh we actually shot one part of a grims video okay we, but it was it was we were borrowing it for another project at the time so um we didn't uh it, it just felt like this isn't worth using using an eight, <laughs> eight like an uh however much they cost like you know, several tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and, and how many 8K TVs are in existence? <laughs> oh, none. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you can you can down like you can bring it down to, uh, like if you compress it down to like a 1080p, it'll look really good still. So, well, uh, <clears throat> uh, I actually just had a guy on for a podcast. His name is Mitch, and uh, him and I were chatting about it all and. He was talking about how like the market is kind of going in that direction with like 8K being kind of what the new 4K was and and yeah. uh, I know that he had said something about using like 24K and I was like mm-hmm. whoa like that just seems so extreme but uh, yeah. he was just saying like it's just gonna keep going higher and higher kind of as it progresses yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah I I I'm sure it'll come to a point where 8K becomes the new norm for filming and stuff eh yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, uh, I, I know that uh, if if you're trying to sell to Netflix uh, anything, 
they won't take anything below 4K. Yeah, I've noticed right. they will refuse my productions because of the lack of 4K. Because your content. iPhone movies yeah. are not doing it. Not up to snuff. <laughs> no, no. Although your 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 phone can probably shoot in 4K, actually. Mine. Oh, can, anyway. well, that'd be great. Yeah. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> not quality, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Um, what about? Do you ever shoot anything in in VR? Uh, I I have not uh, at this point. Uh, we've we've got had people interested. Like there's there's some clients that are interested in okay. VR and kind of wanting to be on the forefront of that kind of thing. Um, we're not moving in that direction because it's not really. I mean, for me as an editor, it's it's an interesting new thing, but it's so niche at this point. Like it is popping up all over the place, but totally. it's the use at this point isn't super clear for for what yeah. we're doing. Um, except for like, like per project kind of basis. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've tried on the, uh, HTC Vive. Have you guys checked that yeah, out? Yeah, I went to a VR place in town here and that's what they used for their yeah. VR thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, that's super awesome. I, I love so the cool. technology and I can't wait until I can just get one like really cheap. <laughs> yeah. But, like going to buy a Nintendo. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see where that goes, for sure. You know, and that is the thing, when, Maddie, you were saying it's 8K, then 24K, and blah, 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 I almost feel like it's kind of like it's gotten as good as it probably needs to, and more interactive content, maybe VR would be the next thing, but yeah. who knows what our kids will be looking at, hey, when they become old enough to pick out how they consume their content. It could be VR, it could be both, or 8K, it could be both, whatever, so. Yeah. I mean, it blows yeah. my mind that, like, my son who's three years old, like, has never lived in a world without an iPad. Like, or, like, <laughs> touchscreen in general. Right. Like, touchscreen. Like, yeah. we, we weren't, I, if you if you think back to, like, uh, since it's almost Christmas, Die Hard, you know, like, in the beginning right. of that movie, yeah, mm -hmm. he's, like, touching the, the TV screen. He's like, please touch the floor that you're going to or whatever. <laughs> and uh, he's like, nice toy. Is like, just kind of impressed, but, you know, not going to. Not gonna yeah. phrase it in any way, but now it's just like, oh yeah, that's that's not even. Well, it's, it's uh, just how it's technology expected. moves, though, right? Like, I mean, you guys know just as well as I do when we were kids, and your TV sat on the floor probably, and it had like a huge box out the back, and you know nobody ever bothered to open it up or you know question and, what was and inside. And thirty of it. inches, yeah, thirty inches yeah. was. I mean, we had a twenty-seven huge. inch and. It was awesome. It oh, had like the speakers built right into the sides of the screen, and it was just this huge box. I remember having to move it when we got our new TV, which was just a bigger version of that. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean now look at them—they just sit on the wall, uh, and they're interactive, so they have the internet hooked up to them. And yeah, it's just—it's crazy how quick yeah. it changes, though. Oh man, it's exponential. It's well, nuts. and and to think what your son will grow up with when he's you know. 20 years old you know yeah it's, yeah. it's weird thinking about that because i i want of course we all we we can't live from any perspective but our own but uh i just want him to have like a similar or at least a not dissimilar uh experience to my growing up because i really enjoyed my my <laughs> yeah uh, totally it's gonna be very oh, i hear that 
But it's it's totally going to be different because you're right. Like yeah. what you just described with your son growing up with like iPads uh, or a world without or a world that iPads will forever be, you know, his life, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like it's so interesting seeing little kids because, Tarek, you can probably attest to this from like your nieces and nephews who um, – you know, they already understand how to like skip ads on YouTube and they know oh, how to so like, intuitive. and, and they know how to like, uh, like my buddy Balmer, his little boy, he will ask to see your phone and then he already knows how to find the app store and find <laughs> his puzzles that he wants to download on every person's phone. And he'll just get you to kind of put your thumb there. You put your thumb there, it downloads. So then he can like play games on anyone's phone. Like, like he just knows that he's three years old. He knows how to do all this. And it's just like, it's the world we live in, right? Like they're addicted to oh. electronics. They're bright. They're fun. Who doesn't like playing video games? You know? Yeah. yeah. And it, well, it's, it's funny too. Cause like, first of all, my, my son will go up to the TV or not anymore. He's smart, smarter than that now. But, but uh, earlier on, he would like go up the t to the TV and try to touch it. Because it's a screen, right? So it should be touchable. Like, right. Screen, or like on the computer, like, oh, this should be, I mean, a lot of them are now, but it's just like, yeah, uh, this I should be able to touch this and input anything. And I was thinking like, man, y your first input technology that you're using is touchscreen. Yeah. And that's the, that's the like r fastest, right? Like compared to what like we had, which is like a mouse, you move a ball mouse around. And then, like, type in commands. What are you doing? Like, why don't you just yeah. talk to it? Like, I have an Xbox One, and uh, my son also knows how to turn it on by just saying Xbox on. Like, what? Yeah. I have an Xbox One. I can do that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you're uh, a power user, you can. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, are you a power user? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know what that even means, but it sounds awesome. If you don't know what it means, I don't think you're a power user. <laughs> that's right. Gotta be true. <laughs> no, it's not, well, it's just like it, I. One of my things is I, I'm really interested in how things work, or like, um, just if if I have like a new software or something, I, I just want to see like what can it do, like what are, what are its limitations. So like I'll go into all the menus and see like oh yeah can does this have voice commands or does this have like some crazy shortcuts i can use or whatever so uh yeah but but like the 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 fact that my son knows well he just watches me right i'll say like hey hey xbox turn on and he'll be like turn on like if it's not working he'll like yell it louder and <laughs> of course, that doesn't help it cuz his voice doesn't uh, really carry the way mine does but yeah it's funny oh, that's awesome man and I mean, you know, the difference probably for your son growing up too is didn't uh, the Manigrins in Sweden for a bit, then straight to Boone, North Carolina? Yeah. So <laughs> and now those, Vancouver. <laughs> those are definitely differences. Between, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lived in the su suburbs in Sweden, and then I lived in just like a, a one horse town in Boone, <laughs> North Carolina. Hang on, did Daniel you own Pruitt. the horse? Uh, oh boy, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah one, what does that mean? A one-horse town. Well, there's what, one, that's what they say, man. Not, not a lot going on there. Just one horse. <laughs> Just one horse around. hanging out. And now he's in downtown Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, oh, that's it's a bit cool. different. I imagine. 
So, uh, Andreas, how did you how did you get started in in video production? Like, did you just move out to Vancouver for that purpose, or how so did it go? It's actually much more romantic than that. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was I was in love with uh, my uh, my wife at the time. Nice. Well, she was. It's always so interesting to hear that sentence is gonna go, you know. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna be like, I was gonna, I'm in love with with my now wife or my current wife. Yeah. I was gonna say you also used the word was, so I was like, oh, <laughs> this is gonna get weird. <laughs> was and is and is to come. Um, there you go. I um, yeah, I was I was trying to uh, kind of get closer to Vancouver. My brother lived here. Uh, right before I moved here, actually. Um, so I already had planned to move to Vancouver. Um, but, of course, I felt like, oh, man, how am I going to, like, just get a job and all these things, right? So I'd done a South, uh, a, uh, a uh, video internship, uh, to, like, doing film and, and video stuff in South Africa for three months. Oh, and cool. uh, I decided after that to try to get to the west coast of Canada uh, I didn't know how that was going to happen, but I did know that a camp on actually on Vancouver Island uh, that I'd worked at needed videos. So I, I thought, hey, why don't I just write a proposal for um, making their videos? So then I, I wrote a proposal kind of outlining what I would do for them and then uh, sent that off. And of course, because they knew me, it was a lot easier to get my foot in the door. And uh, yeah, like I moved up there did the videos for a couple months and then actually met uh, a guy who does uh, brand and graphic design uh, okay. at that camp who lives he lived in White Rock um, so I said oh well that's great then I'll just I'll like work for you for a bit so then I did video and graphic design for him for a while and uh, through him actually I met uh, the, the current company uh, member that I uh, work with now um, so it was, it was all, I mean, yeah, it was, it was all kind of just uh, strange divine appointments, I would say. Like, they were just, like, not really me, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I wrote that proposal, you know, to do the videos there. But then it was all just kind of, like, meeting people organically and then uh, and then moving from there, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, and how did you get that internship in South Africa? Was that also kind of a connection? Uh, that, yeah, that you had. That was actually my through my dad because uh, he was working in Africa at the time, um, and uh, he works for uh, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. So they were okay. getting some videos produced uh, in Zambia, and so they uh, contracted a, a company from South Africa to to do all those. And then he said, "Hey, would you? Are you guys looking for interns?" <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> My son yeah. needs an internship. I love it, man. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then Bob's your uncle, eh? And you're Bob, making movies. Here we are. Yeah. So what other um, independent projects do you have on the go? You've um, got the Manigrin Christmas film. Yeah, yeah. That's a yearly thing. And, uh, well, I try to keep busy with different projects. Uh, the guy that I did the... Um, the web series with actually new van fan um he and i hang out from time to time and uh we were working on a podcast actually so watch yourselves oh okay 
Yeah, trying to so, trying to steal our audience, huh? Is that the? Uh, well, I don't know if our audience is the same, but uh, what's the podcast going to be about? Uh, it's about just. Uh, well, I mean, I've always been called weird, but in a good way. Okay. That's what I've I've always gotten from people. So, uh, my podcast is is about that basically, like living, <laughs> and doing that. Like you know, we are, we're all a bit weird. Uh, so let's just. You know, like lean into it as long as it's not harmful to anyone. In a good uh, way. But, right? uh, yeah. So just part of it's um, kind of we do some improv stuff on there that's kind of fun and and just uh, being being creative in in different ways that way. So. Oh, that's interesting. And you you haven't launched it yet, or you have? We have not launched it yet. We uh, okay. It's been a long time coming. So uh, stay tuned for sure. Do you guys have some episodes lined up already, or are you still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got that. I've got, uh, yeah, I actually grabbed all the social media stuff and, and uh, made a jingle and all this stuff and, you know, just preparing preparing the way. Yeah, cool. And, uh, yeah, so I've, I always, for, for this last uh, Christmas video, um, I actually also wrote a part of a song for, uh, like, a Christmas pop song type thing. Okay. Um, like, generic, uh, like... Silly Merry Christmas song because I find some of the newer Christmas songs that they write kind of silly. Um, but uh, I, I also have like interest in music, right? So I, I make music as well for some of the films that I make. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. So for let's say um, you know a young listener, or I shouldn't say young listener, a listener wants to get more into video production. Mm. What's the base level year? they need you know let's talk hardware and software to to okay. even you know without breaking the bank a reasonable amount of money right. without breaking the bank okay well i mean when it comes to depends on what level you're trying to get into if you're trying to do it professionally obviously um it's hard in the beginning to really you know like uh, buy all the gear that you need because yeah uh, i find like the more the more that you get into it it's like anything else right like you you uh, get interested, and then you're like, okay, I need to buy a camera. And it's like, oh, well, then I need to buy a lens, and then I need to buy, you know, light kits and all this stuff. So that's kind of how it was for me, too. Like, I just get addicted and then start shop- shopping nonstop for the next thing that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is obviously, you know, like, um, buying a camera. Um, I like, you can you can get a good, like, Canon like a, a good cheap Canon uh, camera for like a couple hundred bucks. Um, but the real importance is the lenses that you buy. Okay. So um, those are way more expensive. Uh, if, oh, like, that's how they once, get you, hey? That's how they get you. But With the accessories. They, and you, They are the quality. Like that's yeah. what really makes the image. So, um, And I've actually in the past bought used lenses uh, on Craigslist, and then sold them two years later for like two hundred dollars more than wow. I bought. Them. So um, that was just like kind of a fluke because the uh, um, there was a, a thing in the a fluctuation in the market, so it just went up. Um, so yeah, it, like checking out Craigslist and finding like used stuff is a really great way to find um, gear. But yeah, so you have to buy a camera, um, lens. Uh, an audio recorder would be good to get to. Uh, What's an audio recorder? What an audio recorder would be like something to 
separately capture audio um, from your video camera because like they, they on, honestly you, you could buy a, a cheap microphone to plug into your camera um, but the audio function on your camera if it's a cheap camera is not going to be very good interesting so you'd have to buy separately an audio recorder um, okay with uh, with like a microphone as well just so you <laughs> so can record the audio separately and then add it on later exactly it won't so be okay yeah so that's part of that um, and then I mean then you can get into lights as well uh, and that ranges from you know a couple like you can get really cheap lights for like a hundred bucks or you can get like more expensive lights for 700 bucks and then Jeez, uh, getting on, up on there Andrea I know I know it gets you a lot gets, of money <laughs> well you're not into into the software software yeah yet, so oh boy. Um, Terry, this is not like, a poor man's game. Are you kidding me? Like, yes, so. Like, good grief. There's a lot of just going to be a weekend project. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm just looking to make a Christmas video here. You'd be like, well, just go to your garage and you'll find out uh, what you need right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not one of those. Like, just go find your dad's old handicam. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, well, and then, yeah, so then you want to get uh, software for editing videos. I use Adobe Premiere and the whole Adobe suite. So that's like a couple hundred bucks a year, uh, which that's much nicer than it used to be. Because then before it was like you get a version for like you know thousand plus, uh, and then you'd have to get a new version in like two years or yeah, whatever. Years. So so they changed the model, so it's much cheaper, and and you get updates constantly. So um, that's definitely really worth it. Um, or you can go, you know, uh, they've got I I mean. If you want to start from the beginning, then you can just have iMovie if you have a Mac or whatever. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, those are the kind of kind of the basics, and then of course you have to know how to use use like you you can make cool stuff with uh, with uh, less gear, but it's uh, it's a bit harder. <laughs> totally. I mean, for example, I thought you could get a lens for your phone nowadays. Right. I saw on Amazon, and I was like, whoa. And then I thought, hey, Vine 2 is coming out. Have you heard of Vine? <laughs> the six-second movie app that went out of business a couple years ago that made all those superstars, though? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is a Vine so, 2 coming out? That's the word I, on the street. I have not been on the street then. I mean, that. that's what I see on Instagram and stuff, is just the, that Vine logo with it, too, and everyone's so excited and making jokes about, you know, pushing your grandma down the stairs so you can become the next Vine superstar. Like... <laughs> I mean, some of those Vine guys are just so oh, man. big right now. Yeah, yeah. Real. It's huge. Yeah, it's, cool. yeah. it's nuts. <laughs> so with Vine 2, is it going to be like 12 seconds, or what's the deal? I have no clue. The guy, the guy who made Vine is just doing it again. Seconds. <laughs> uh, he probably just ran out of money, and he was like, well, shoot, I guess I'll do that thing I did that worked that first time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> dude it's cool. actually it's probably smart right from a marketing perspective you take away something that everyone loved you come yeah. back like two years later re not even really reinventing yourself you're just coming back with the exact same product yeah. and like it's just Wendy's like everyone's been dying mushroom. for it more exactly true, that was a good make burger it, make bad. it seasonal <laughs> find oh, two's back for six months and then leaves again yeah. that's true that's, good idea. that's true well i mean i think twitter there's someone big bought Vine. Basically, yeah. it was like with Snapchat and Instagram <laughs> stories, and it's just like, do, why does Vine exist? Do you think yeah. that? Uh, do you think that you could get away like proprietary wise that you just call it Vine Two instead of just? 
<laughs> just, know, just add a two to the end and it's gonna be good to go it's just like somebody else yeah yeah you're like i meant vine like like a tree vine like obviously tree vine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where i put my camera <laughs> yeah but isn't, it, part of- isn't it crazy though that we live in a world that like things like vine or instagram or youtube like those guys make millions of dollars some of them at the very yeah. top you know yeah it's yeah. just crazy because like andres i mean i don't expect you to know these youtube stars but what would you suppose that they're using for like camera technology and software like i mean when when it comes to like videos in that in that regard like youtube is a different beast entirely because what, what i'm looking for like i i'm actually not suited for the youtube world in that I value quality over quantity. Right. <laughs> That's what I, I agree, though. I was going to say, it seems like a lot of them just film on their phones. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying you can't be successful in, in YouTube by, um, by using your phone. Lots of people do it. Yeah. Um, those people continue to do it on their crappy phone even after they have the millions, or, or they'll buy, like, whatever's easiest to do stuff with, right? Um, someone who I respect in, in, in that world, though, is would be... Uh, you probably know who I'm going to say, Casey Neistat. Um, you definitely don't heard? know that person. Okay, so well, he's he's been huge recently, like as a filmmaker on YouTube. Um, he just make he he's a kind of an eccentric, interesting, uh, like kind of kind of brilliant guy who like just ma- made a vlog for a while and he, like a daily v- uh, video log, and then he. He like rose up in the ranks, and uh, lots of kids are like being inspired to to like just make stuff, um, like not letting you know gear get in the way. Because what he uses a lot of the times is like point and shoot cameras to to like okay, like I need to shoot this shot or whatever. Like then I'll just use this cheap thing instead of like a really expensive whatever. Interesting. Um, so that's something where like he he made a good quality product with kind of the basics like a, a lot of the time so um, right that's yeah that's i, I, I more just of... mean like do you i'm sure you're familiar with who pewdiepie is yes no yeah he's swedish actually yeah oh, and right that's right too and Are that guy what? uh <laughs> what is it it says that in 2015 he made a reported 12 million dollars off yeah. of youtube and now i've never really watched any well, of his uh, videos but well, uh, what's that well earned. <laughs> well earned. Oh yeah. There you go. Because I was gonna say, like, All I've stuff. I've seen a bit of one of his videos. I've never actually bothered to watch like a whole one, but it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of production value into them. Yeah. No. Um. There. That that's the thing is that it's it's all about quantity, right? If you if you are posting every day as you know an eccentric personality then you will get way more views than a person who puts one thing out every couple months, right? Right, um, right. Even if, it's, even if it's better quality, um, people, I think a lot of people are lonely and isolated these days, and they're looking to find friends on the yeah. internet without having to talk to them. So they, you get invested in someone huh. who uh, is overseas somewhere and uh and it's it's like a tv show but you don't have to pay anything well and, um, i've never and you're kind of also like feeding feasting off of like the teenage slash adolescent market right those kids who are constantly checking yeah. youtube so often oh, and yeah. regularly right like 
I'm I'm sure he's not trying to make sophisticated videos for, you know, the masses. He's just you know trying to get yeah. views. Yeah, and it's oh, it's a different expectation, right? Like you don't expect a YouTube video to necessarily have the same quality as you would for watching a, a, a commercial for car insurance. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a exactly. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I recently thought of thought about this whole thing, and it's just uh, I can't came up with a name actually for the people who are just you know like putting stuff out there just just to get those like watchers kind of thing, and I, I called uh, I. Out of uh, view farmer, so they just kind of mm. that's their whole thing is that they're you know like they're farming for those views no matter what like just kind right. of throwing their uh, like video content anywhere uh, no matter what it is and it for me as as a creative person I have a hard time thinking of that as as an alternate as an option you know like just oh yeah like I have to I feel like I have to you know some polish on it to put it out so what you're yeah. saying is you're a snobby video purist <laughs> I, well i can't call myself i can't call myself a purist because uh, i've also made those crappy videos uh <laughs> in the past so uh i just i i, I suppose i just i guess uh, yeah. what i'm saying is like <laughs> it's just a very interesting market that we live in today where you know yeah. you're talking about your son growing up in the age of iPads and obviously he's going to be exposed to you know YouTube basically his entire yeah. life unless it evolves to something yeah. else and and you know it's we've actually we we don't allow him to watch YouTube anymore because well there's a kids YouTube right uh, yeah. that, that's kind of higher vetted but recently there's been a lot of like uh, things slipping through the cracks ooh the uh, Elsa Gate stuff eh yeah, there's lots. Oh man, there's lots of stuff that's just not appropriate or just not good quality. Going down stuff. the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh man, oh, yeah. I I never heard of this like Elsa Gate thing. I haven't uh, heard of just that before. In, until re anyways, basically what it is is people are putting in these like cartoonish videos of popular Disney characters, and basically parents yeah. are just assuming that their kids are watching you know friendly cartoon characters that everyone would know and of course it all started with elsa from the movie frozen and basically yeah. what happened is i think her she gets decapitated at some point throughout the video uh That's and nice. there's another one where like uh, i think it's mickey the mouse and he gets like uh a beer bottle slammed into his head anyways there's these like messed oh. up little videos um yeah. but with like very popular you know, yeah. characters that any parent would go, oh, you know, I grew up with this person or they're very popular in Disney. Like, why wouldn't my child be allowed to watch this? Yeah. And yeah, it's it's gotten a little sloppy as of, re as of late. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's it's pretty scary for, for the kids. Absolutely. The future. Just, uh, I, I, like, that's, that's the world that they're kind of growing up in and, and, uh, I mean, it's, the internet can be a very can be a positive place, but often it uh, finds itself being uh, more negative. If you ever read like YouTube comments, it just kind of oh be, yeah, know, that's like the worst thing you can all, do. Like the most <laughs> negative place in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like go kill yourself. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Like any any site where you can share your thoughts and comments on something is immediately yeah. like the worst thing ever. It's a it bad is. idea. It's yeah. awful. Um, well, that's cool. Are you gonna try to become YouTube famous or Vine famous? Not that Vine Two's coming out or what? <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I, I recently put out a video that I, I've never done that before, but I, I put out a vlog type video where I just talked to the camera. And oh. uh, I just thought, you know what, this is a good exercise for me to try. Um, I'll see what it's like, whatever. And I had some fun editing it together. Um, and uh, it was just a video of me talking about like five things I like, but I didn't, I, it wasn't just like a diatribe. Uh, a lot of people do that diatribe thing where they just sit there and just talk for at you for a while. And I'm like, ah, that's not really like anything. Like, wh why would anyone watch this? So I, I made it, you know, like I try to make it funny and, and put, put in some clips of other videos and stuff in there. Hmm. Um, and it, it was definitely like an interesting experiment. I don't think it's the life for, for me necessarily to be <laughs> yep. famous. For sure. Uh, it, it is a lot of work. Like, I mean, these guys do put in i mean some people put in a lot of work some people don't dude but, um let yeah. let me ask you about that experience did you find it like were you pretty comfortable just talking by yourself i i have a kind of a reason for asking this but yeah. like like were you pretty like comfortable just you know chatting by yourself sort of thing so well i was i was in a in a dark room by myself with like one light on me and i i felt very, very uncomfortable at the beginning okay uh, mm -hmm. i at the outset i was just I was thinking like to myself, and I, I said it out loud to the camera, uh, and I, I think I may have put it in there. I was like, I'm in a, in a room by myself, and it's uncomfortable. I just I just said it because it just it is a weird weird thing to do in the beginning. After a while though, you you kind of start getting comfortable with just staring at the your audience type thing, like uh, so right. to speak. Uh, you 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 think of that lens as the people that you're talking to, rather than um, like just you know like a, a, a lens um so yeah i think that's that's what i i gained kind of some confidence out of doing that exercise because um i realized oh i can do this like i can talk to a camera you know like it's not like i'm so often on the other side of the camera i was like oh well i can do this um so it's i think it's a good exercise to kind of stretch um uh, even though like i'm always around cameras uh it, it's it's good to try try out being on the other side. Yeah, no kidding. Just push okay. yourself a little. Cool. No, As you can see, Maddie's trying to cut me from the team here. He wants to know how it went for it. <laughs> well, one, that's definitely part of it. But two, uh, I'm I'm working on this this list of fifty movies that I'm trying to watch over this next year, and nice. uh, and I want to give reviews on each of them. And so I was yeah. going to do these just one man reviews. Uh, but I just, I'm actually genuinely nervous to just like sit and talk by myself. Um, well, I, I think a big reason why I keep Tarek around is just because I find it uncomfortable to try and possibly record a podcast on my, like on my own. Um, yeah. just because you're going to say I'm my lonesome. Well, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just like you have nothing to work off of. You know, if you're yeah. trying to be, you know, comical, you got to hope that the audience finds it funny and not just yourself. Uh, yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot that goes into it, right? You got to make sure that you're actually trying to hit. And so it's like when you at least have a co-host, uh, you know, you can bounce things off one another, that sort of thing. And so as I'm, I'm kind of like preparing to do these because uh, I've yeah. I've watched a few movies off this list now, and I want to be able to share with people kind of my thoughts and and the reasons why they should get out and watch these same movies. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I want to. I, yeah, I just want some, some thoughts on that. You haven't done anything yet. You haven't filmed any, filmed any of those yet, dude. I don't intend to film them. 
but okay. I plan on just recording just them and speak. throwing them up on our podcast okay. page. But uh, yeah, I just wanted Are to you... kind of get a get a feel for for how you thought about it. Yeah, well, for the first couple minutes, it definitely is awkward, and and but you just kind of have to push through. You know, it's like a lot of things in life; it doesn't it doesn't necessarily come natural. Uh, but uh, you just gotta get get past it. Um, right. Yeah, like it. And it may it may be just oh it's it's uncomfortable like first time second time you know and then but then it's like okay well now now I got this you know down right right yeah no but, that's uh, fair that's fair that's good to know that's good to know yeah oh man you uh, that uh, idea that you're you're watching fifty movies a year this year? well um what I did was uh, I actually mentioned this in a, a few podcasts ago but um, basically what I did was I kind of scoured through a bunch of, you know, best movies of all time sites uh, yeah. on the internet and put together a list. I asked uh, a couple friends as well, kind of, if you were stuck on a desert island for six months, what would be the five movies you'd bring with you? And uh, I, I w- I've put together, yeah, this list of kind of what, I guess, bloggers and, and reputable film sites uh, consider the, the 50 best movies of all time. Uh, a lot of them older, not so many that are new, but we got a few that are from, you know, 1995 and, and newer. Nice. But uh, but the majority being, you know, in the 80s, 70s, even the 50s yeah. and the 30s, uh, yeah. and, and a couple in the 40s. And so it's it's an older list for sure. But um, yeah, my, my goal is to watch these 50 movies and, and kind of give reviews on each of them. And uh, I actually had a couple people reach out who were like, oh, I'd love to do this with you and I'd love to kind of do reviews with you and stuff. And and that's cool and all, but I got to find time that works for all of us to do it. Um, And so I don't know if that's going to be a possibility. So that's why I was like trying to get a feel for for what it was like to do it kind of by yourself because I I am kind of nervous to do it that way. But, you know, if if necessary, then I'll do it that way. Totally. Try it out. Um, the, uh, yeah, I like, I like that concept. You should definitely make it 52 movies because that's how many weeks there are in you. <laughs> Smart. Dude, well uh, then you would have to tell me two movies that I should add to this list. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me think on that then. Okay. Is, uh, Back to the Future on there? <laughs> uh, it is not. It is not, but I would definitely no, put it on there. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. I'll add it. A good Spielberg film um uh, it's definitely not spielberg but it's robert zemeckis but uh i like he's it a producer i think yeah he's a dude do you have one yeah, more right robert, off the robert zemeckis, but i i just love i spielberg so much that uh, <laughs> you just say everything's name. a spielberg I, film uh well not everything but you know lots. <laughs> i thought i thought he was maybe a producer not a director but yeah he no he well. didn't he didn't direct but he worked he definitely worked on it okay yeah, lay one more on me here man Right off, one the cuff, more. right off the cuff, what's your favorite movie of all time? What's a movie you could watch over and uh, over, Andreas? You know, one that I watched over and over, uh, which is strange to some people, but uh, Shawshank Redemption. Dude, already have it, and it is also I knew my it. most rewatchable <laughs> movie. Yeah, oh. I just watched it this weekend. Okay, give me, uh, give me another one here. Um, uh, uh, Grown Ups 2. Ah, oh, good how, film. How dare you? Good if, film. As soon as Tarek says it's a good film, I immediately cross it off. 
<laughs> have you actually seen that one, Andreas? I have not. No, but uh, I've heard, have you heard the podcast where they they uh, they watch it over and over? No. The worst idea of, of all time. I think they watch it every week. <laughs> no, they don't. It's so yeah, no. There's, there's a. I think it's either the first one or the second one, and they watch they watch that movie every week for a year, and then like it just devolves into like madness. Oh, that all would right. be that'd be just dude. You Groundhog think... Day hell. You uh, you think of one more that I should add to this list, and I'll throw it on here because I have one space remaining. It, it's well, it's hard because. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean like do it right this second. I don't want to put you on the pressure. Or yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm just thinking right now. It it is a hard thing to do because I'll, I'll send like you my list. How's that sound? And uh, then that let me oh, know if there's something that's. Speaking of this concept, though. Yeah. My friend who. Uh, we're doing the weird podcast before this podcast we were gonna do another podcast which we called cage match uh which was nicholas cage movies yes we were gonna watch nicholas cage movies we were gonna watch 52 in a year um (laughs) does he have 52 movies he does he has like 80 something movies but like some of them he's not like huge roles in but like uh the, yeah, there's a lot, and uh, it was a tall order, and actually too tall of an order for us. Yeah, <laughs> he's got some serious yes. peaks and valleys in his career. Oh, Dude, really? way. all I can say is Con Air is hands down one of my favorite movies from the '90s. I love Con Air. And then there's like Ghost Rider Two. Space. Oh man, why did that exist? Ghost Rider Two. <laughs> I guess yeah, I've never like, seen the first Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider One. People are like, "Hey, let's get another one of those in the system here." <laughs> Wait, was the first Ghost Rider good? No, 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 remember. it wasn't. No, it, it's like that's what I'm saying. Is that like why did people think we needed another one? Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. You know, that's funny. That that reminds me of a similar concept I heard. There was, uh, I think it was Relevant Magazine. They raised a bunch of money to build to to do some water wells in in some African country, and they had the event. It was called Trapped in the Cage, and they made people pledge money to someone watching 24 hours straight. Nicholas Cage movie, <laughs> trapped in a cage. <laughs> wow. That's great. Oh uh, yeah, that was good. I mean, I'm sure he has some good ones out there. I just don't know if I could watch 52 of them or That's the even thing. 24 has, hours. Yeah, terrible movies and some oh, really man. good movies. Con Air is actually not a bad film. Dude, I like oh, that I, movie. I love it. I mean, he, he he's very interesting in a lot of movies, and I think it's not necessarily his fault. And that's what we were trying to figure out by this cage match concept is. Is it that he's a bad actor, or is it that he's just choosing roles because he's desperate, or is it you know the director is not doing well, or you know? Hey, let me uh, ask you that as we kind of transition out of these like movie talks and stuff. But like, obviously you're working on like just commercials or something like that, um, like obviously shorter stuff. But when it comes to that sort of thing, like you know, there's a lot of bad movies out there. Um. And, you know, Nicolas Cage is a great example of that. But where where do you think a lot of that blame actually lands when a movie doesn't hit? Like when it's just kind of a, a, a tired series, like, for instance, Transformers or um, like, do you think it's the acting? Do you think it's the producing? Do you think it's the directing? Like, like, where do you think a lot of that blame should fall? Uh, it's hard to say. There's no blanket answer for that, I don't think, because, like, in lots of different movies, it's different things, right? Like, sometimes it's the writing, sometimes it's the directing. You can have a good piece of all of those things, but then if it it doesn't all come together, like, I mean, when you think about, um, like, a movie that 
I, uh, well, a, a trilogy uh, like The Hobbit, if you've seen those. Yeah. Um, those were all done by Peter Jackson, who is amazing. And, mm-hmm. and like, he's, he's really good. But then he, the problem was is that they didn't have enough time, right? Like, they just kind of pushed it. Um, they had, like, basically every everything in their power to do something good, right? Like, because they made Lord of the Rings before that. But um, the, the it wasn't really meant to be three movies. Like, so they kind oh, of yeah. spread themselves thin. Um, like, they, they had lots of means for success, but I think they just stretched themselves too thin because Peter Jackson came in later than expected, obviously, because uh, Guillermo de, del Toro was going to direct it first. But... Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, when one part, you know, like th- there's one part that's like the weak link. Like it's just like that it's not setting yourself up for success. Um, and uh, sometimes it's yeah, sometimes it's the director not not, you know, like you could have a great script, you could have great actors. Um, but if you don't have a good director, then like it's not all going to come together. Um and then, like, when it comes to editors as well, you, you got to have, like, a good editor. Um, and there's so many different parts that go into it that it's it's difficult to pin down just one for all movies. But I think a lot of it comes down to just kind of greed because, obviously, it's all about money in the first place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you're, you're only going to get a movie done by, you know, the, all the backers, all the people who are producing it and and giving the money to it but those people aren't necessarily going to back a winning concept uh they're just going to back like what they know is successful in the past which is like okay we got we got a headlining cast like we got like a star-studded movie here it can't do wrong right like it's like oh well this person has been great all these times but then you've got your cult classics where those movies didn't make any money but People, people love them, yeah. Love them so much, and that's like that's is that successful? I don't know. I would say so. I would say a cult classic movie is that didn't perform well in the uh, box office is successful in, I guess, a universal sense, but just not a monetary sense. Yeah, uh, like that's the problem is that like if if you gauge everything by 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 money, then like ironically too, uh, a lot of those times when they when people you know, back the, the, the winning horse kind of thing. Uh, it doesn't right. end up doing well because it was like, okay, well, we were just in it for money. Or, you know, and, and sometimes it's not, you know, like people are just, uh, there's so many people involved, like I said, that it, there's a lot of uh, open doors for failure kind of thing. Right, right. No, for sure. And, and by no means did I expect you just to be able to say, well, it's clearly always the editing team that, that screws up a movie. Um, I suppose it's just like, it, it fascinates me because, you know, uh, so often you get these, you know, these little small indie art house films now that are always considered for like the Oscars. And then you get these huge blockbusters that are like sometimes hit or like big time misses. Like for instance, look at how much everyone loved Independence Day and then look at how much everyone hated the second one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so it's just like it, I mean, yeah. that, it just blows my mind that's that that can happen. That, that's a hard one for sure because, um, 
like I recently watched the second one actually, and uh, it ha- it did a lot of things right, but it also it had a lot of cool concepts, but it didn't like they did a lot of things wrong as well because like the the timing was off. There was a lo- there was too many characters that you're supposed to care about, right? Um, and just over invested in a lot of characters that like I really do not care or whatever. But then totally. also got. <laughs> Oh, you've got the the whole. There's a lot of pressure in that nostalgia of people loving the first movie. Absolutely, we like, love this movie so much. It's great. Um, like make them make another one, and then they're just like, oh well, we'll just we're riding a you know prized horse here. Um, we can't do wrong here. So I think, I yeah, obviously I don't I don't know the ins and outs of that one, but it's it is like. That's it's unfortunate because it's like oh man that could have been awesome like there's some cool they, concepts but then they went down the wrong road totally biggest letdown the last five years I was, I was just gonna say knowing Tarek I'm sure he still is a fan of the movie but maybe I'm wrong oh. you didn't okay. like it I loved the first one I hated the second one it was terrible they, Tarek, you know it's exactly what you said Andreas and then they should have just gone deeper with a few things instead of what they yeah. did with yeah anyways. Tarek let me ask you this though because. I, I want to actually follow up with another question, QT. Um, if they would have brought back Will Smith, would it have uh, made the movie or still been a disappointment just with Will well, Smith? I think, uh, you know, Andreas, you go for it. You go for it, yeah. No, you go for it. Well, I love Will Smith. He's yeah. just a different actor than he was in 1996. You get Will Smith in a movie and he's got to be like the main character. He's got to take all the attention because yeah. he's, he's Will Smith. And that's just not how independence day works and that's not how it was set up right back in 96 he wasn't who he was who he is now he doesn't yeah. get that attention right so yeah. i don't know okay yeah. i mean yeah. oh sorry go ahead you go ahead no no no. please finish your thought i'm i was gonna well, change I, mean, I, I think it's almost the same like uh as if he as if like if he was in it it'd be a similar situation to if he if he wasn't which he wasn't um like they, I mean, apparently they wrote a script with him in it, and then one without him in it too. Just in case mm. he said no. So that's like, first of all, you're splitting your your uh, ideas into two yeah. uh, alternatives, which is not a good. You know, you want to you want to push all your energy into like one one uh, concept and then go strong with that. But uh, I think, I mean, Will Smith is great, but again, if it's if it's poor writing, or whatever. Like, how is that gonna work? Like, you know, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like I said, biggest letdown last five years for sure. Derek, I I do <laughs> yeah. want to know this though because I know you're a fan of the blockbuster. I know that like, this is your your money category. If you could pick it one is. genre of film, it would either be buddy cop movie or blockbuster movie. Which are often the same thing. Yeah, yeah but fun. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. What do you think? I'll only I'll I'll whittle it down to three. But what do you think are like the three biggest letdown blockbusters that you've ever like witnessed with your own eyes? Me? Yeah. Oh okay. Because I know this I'm is definitely like... Independence Day is an easy Independence Day Two Resurgence is an easy one. Okay. That movie was not good. Um, honestly, it's gonna sound so random, and I don't have a really good reason for why these movies are terrible. Oh boy. I just. You just feel it in your gut, and you know. Um, Transformers Four. I Ooh. mean, I guess Never when you say Transformers it. Four, it's the first yeah. one with Mark Wahlberg. 
Um, and I didn't mind the first three with uh, Shia LaBeouf. I, you know, a lot of people hated the second and third ones, and I didn't mind them. Did I was the excited one. for the fourth one. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't mind them. I liked them. And then when I went with Mark Wahlberg, I got through it. Me and my dad watched it, and we both looked at each other and were like, man, everything about that movie screamed we should like it, but just something about it, it was like, nah, this is stupid. Then I kind of watched the other one, and it wasn't very good either. The fifth one just came out last summer or something. I don't know. It was terrible, but... Huh. Um, yeah, and then I guess maybe I could just say the fifth Transformers movie, but <laughs> that'd be a bit of a cop yeah. out. I guess oh, yeah. kind of is that one or oh, there's one more. I I guess I could say Battleship. I mean, <laughs> I think it was Battleship. Wait, that was the was set up for success or what? I was gonna say I don't know if anyone like, likes Battleship. Dude, Rihanna was in that. <laughs> Any movie That's with Rihanna, the that but then at the same time, winner right there. Wow, she was such a bad actress. And you know what though? <laughs> if you can skip past a lot of the dialogue, I don't mind the action parts of that movie. I feel yeah. like that's executed well. It's just when they speak, they ruin it. <laughs> See, and I struggle right. so much with like these big action blockbusters. Like, I just can't ever get into them. Yeah. The most know? the most action packed movie I watched recently was. You ever seen John Wick? Yeah, oh, yeah. I know that probably makes me sound like an old man saying that but like that movie You're out of this John Wick guy <laughs> that movie was so awesome and I loved yeah, every yeah. minute of it. I was like oh yeah. my gosh this movie's so exciting I just recommended it to someone actually but, yeah I don't know anyone who doesn't like John Wick oh my yeah, gosh and it was well, just well, like that I I haven't watched the second one yet I probably should it's been out for like a year now but uh yeah, like I mean, yeah. that's an action movie I can get behind, and I find that very and it's, successful one. It's so relatable, right? If someone killed my dog, I would totally John Wick them and their whole family. Dude, and stole <laughs> your vintage verb. Mustang. I would, jo- I would John Wick them. Yeah, I would John you can Wick verb them. his name. John Wick. <laughs> it was just, it was so well done, and then I actually heard stuff about like Keanu Reeves and the training he went. Uh, yeah. He went and did both for martial arts and with, like, gun combat and stuff. Like, he went to the range and was constantly practicing with live ammunition. And, like, some of the scenes where you don't actually see who he's shooting, he apparently demanded that it be live ammunition in the gun uh, while he shot. And uh, just so he could, like, because he went and shot off, you know, hundreds of rounds, you know, day after day, I guess, just to get the feel of, like, what that recoil would actually be. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, it blew my mind that he'd have such dedication to, like, an action movie, yeah. yet I think that's why it also made it such an awesome action movie, because you can see that he actually, like, worked at it. Yeah. Yeah, there's all these videos of people being like, well, look how he counted the bullets out, and he never goes over, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. That is not how the blockbuster needs to be analyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Were there explosions? <laughs> Check. So neither of you guys yeah. saw Wick 2? I haven't yeah. watched it. It's good. Okay. It's not as good as the first. No, oh, really? I, I found, yeah, I mean, I I just found the, I mean, the action was good. I just found that uh, there was this, the main thing is, like, they make a bulletproof blazer for him to wear, which is like, okay, this is outside <laughs> of, outside of the realm of possibility, even of, of John Wick. But isn't that the extremes of, like, things like The Kingsman as well, where it's like, yeah. Yeah, but that's, know. The Kingsman that's the is, whole, I could yeah. see that. That's where they're that's getting That's what the that, Kingsman's about. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. It's like crazy. There's another crazy movie series I've never watched. Yeah, that was stupid, Matt. Come on. I apologize. Jeez. I'm so sorry, Tarek, for my mistake between <laughs> John know. Wick and the Should Kingsman. Don't embarrass me in front of our guests like that. 
<laughs> oh man, Andreas. Well, let's uh, let's fire off a, a couple questions here, just as we finish okay. up here, dude. What uh, what would you say is kind of the goal with with your filmmaking? Is this like is this the kind of the sweet spot? Like, is are you in the honey hole right now, where this is what you're going to do for the next forty years? <laughs> Are you, like in the honey honey hole? Hole. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in the honey, honey hole? Yeah. Are you in your honey hole right now? Huh? Huh? Is that a good thing or is it bad? Thing? I don't Dude, know. The honey hole? I'm it's a like... honey badger. Maybe I'm a. That's oh a... man, bro. You know, it's like uh, you know, bears always yeah. constantly grabbing the honey out of the out okay. of the okay. bees' nest. <laughs> and uh, what? What was it? Oh, I was just listening. Oh, Ooh, so, I was just listening to a podcast of a okay. guy who who delivers fresh water to pygmies in the Congo. And he was talking about how some of these, Wait, some of these what are guys, pygmies? pygmies, they're like oh, these really small people. Okay. Okay. I, that's what um, I thought, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> but, uh, they, I guess, um, they love honey so much that they will go up into, they will start a fire under the tree where they find the hive just to try and smoke out a bunch of bees. And then two guys will go up there and, they will just straight up pull the honey out and pour, like have it drop down into a jar down below and like risk being stung by African killer bees just so oh. they can, can come back to their tribe with honey because it's like that desired by the rest of the tribe and they're like treated like heroes uh, amongst the rest of the tribe just for bringing back something as simple as honey. Cool. Wow. But uh, so that's why I described the honey hole, boys. Okay. So, anyways, are are you currently in the honey hole, Andreas, or is there a, is there another level you're trying to get to with this? Um, I don't know how to take like what what's the uh, another part of this analogy here. I guess I'm like the you're the queen bee. You're like Beyonce, queen uh, bee. Uh, no, I think. I mean, I, I don't think this is my honey hole. Uh, okay. I'm always striving to make something new, uh, trying to you know be more creative. Um, that's the frustrating thing about being like being creative of any kind is that I uh, you don't you don't really stop. Like you you kind of want want to create all the time. So, um, but I'm also really uh, uh, kind of I, I love performing, but I also love you know, like making music and, and editing and stuff. So so I definitely uh, aspire to making bigger, more things in the future. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for now, this is a good a good season for me to be in. This is my honey hole for now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start using that term now. I like but, it. Uh, Dude. I'm looking to the bigger honey holes in the future. Perfect. <laughs> how, how can... Uh... Oh, what were you gonna say, Maddie? I was just gonna say I didn't realize that Andreas was so deep into the music world. Maybe we should get him to produce the intro where it's Derek Williams. <laughs> oh boy! Talk to me oh, productions. My oh man! <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, we should get um, that alarm clock. Yeah, wake that us. would be great. Just wake up to my, <laughs> yelling my name. Yeah. Uh, so, Andres, if our fans want to follow you on Instagram or, or Facebook, how can they how can they best do that? Uh, well, uh, they can follow me on Instagram at uh, Andreas Manigren, just straight up my first and last name. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I'm on Twitter. 
Will they be able to see the Christmas videos? On, uh, yeah. On Instagram, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll probably link to it. Yeah. Uh, on uh, I've got a YouTube as well. Okay. If you just search my name, it'll uh, it'll show up as well. So. And that's Manigrin. M A N N E G R A N. E N. E N. M A N N E G R E N. R-E-N, perfect. We'll, we'll have uh, links in, uh, in our posts and stuff as well, folks, so you'll be able to find them just fine. Nice. You guys could be like the next, uh, you know you know that uh, Vine family that's super famous now? You yeah. Know, the, yeah. Or like Bat Dad family? I don't know. <laughs> there's, you guys there's have a lot the, of Christmas, the Christmas family. The Christmas the family. The Christmas family. <laughs> family. Oh, man. <laughs> Awesome, buddy. Well, it's been a slice. Thanks so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Guys. And, Good to uh, see you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, great. Uh, actually, I did want to ask you one more question. Um, hey, can we say your wife's name? Is that okay? Like, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, is Elizabeth still... Is she still blogging? She She's also yeah. creative and writing. And I remember blogging. I haven't read anything she's written in a long time, but I remember thinking, holy smokes, this girl can write. Yeah. Um, so writing. how can fans listen get get to uh, her information? If you go to, uh, I mean, it's it's for she she has a blog on mommymanagrin.com. so that's mommy and then uh, our last name again. <laughs> if you guys need help spelling mommy, <laughs> yeah, that's probably M-O. won't enjoy the blog. M-M. Stick to video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, well, she actually started working on a book as well. Uh, oh, cool. So uh, it's actually a, a book on journaling through. Uh, through pregnancy loss, so it's it's kind of a a harder subject, but it's uh, I think it's going to be helpful for lots of uh, people. Interesting. And I yeah. said Elizabeth, but it's Liz, right? It's Liz. It's Liz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. I mean, for what it's worth, I know Brittany and I. We read some of her stuff, and we're like, "Holy smokes!" Because she's yeah. definitely, you know, we went to school together, but she's definitely a quieter person, you know. And it was like, "Wow, yeah, girls sure. right. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. She doesn't say a lot of words. She can write them. That's for sure. Yeah. Totally. So. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for hanging out, Andreas. Make sure you send Maddie that movie suggestion. Something good. Something Michael Bay. Something Definitely Michael not. Bay please do not send Michael yeah. Bay. I will delete you as a contact forever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I will okay, throw this guys. podcast in the trash. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, good. The whole album. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Destroy it all. Oh, All right, all right buddy. Take it out. easy. <laughs>